This is the Rich Eisen Show. Dude elevates people. The Rich Eisen Show with guest host Ben Lyons. This dude is a winner. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. But I do have a little substitute teacher vibes. But the idea <laughs> that you guys are on it, you're focused, you're you're dialed in. Earlier on the show, Rams play-by-play announcer JB Long from Turner Sports, Roe Parish. Coming up. Former NBA veteran and Fab Five member Jimmy King. And now, 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 here's Ben Lyons. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show, hour number three, about 20 minutes away from one fifth of the Fab Five. Jimmy King joining the show. Imagine if Jimmy King could legally make some money back in 1992 playing for University of Michigan. Oh, huh? A little NIL for the Fab Five. Those guys would not have needed professional contracts. Ooh, okay. Unreal. So Unreal. Glad. Um, yeah, I'm excited to catch up with uh, with my buddy Jimmy, my family member. He's in my family, family feud, Jimmy King. Um, excited to hear this uh, this Baker Mayfield sound from this press conference today down in Carolina. No longer part of the Cleveland Browns and their future plans. They bail on Baker. They go with Deshaun Watson, even if he never sets foot on the field. So if you're Baker Mayfield, you have to feel some type of way. You were the number one pick. You were the guy who brought him back to the playoffs. You won a playoff game. This is the Cleveland Browns we're talking about, and you were able to put that joke of a franchise on your back. You broke the seal on that bar that had a – remember they had a keg that when the Browns yeah. finally win a game, everybody gets a gets beer or something? Bud Light, yep. You finally broke the seal on the Bud Light kegger down the road in <laughs> Cleveland. Like You did it. You did it, Baker, and this is how you're, you're treated. So let's hear what Baker had to say. And I haven't heard this sound yet. I'll be curious if he has any animosity towards the Browns or if he feels some type of way. So here's Baker at his big Carolina Panthers press conference. You know, I, I think, you know, that's why it was surprising for everybody. Um, pretty unexpected. But, you know, if, I, if I'm focused on the past, then I'm not doing my job and, you know, being a Carolina Panther now. So I'm like I said, I'm grateful for my time there. Uh, yeah, shocked. I'd say it was, you know, pretty much the only way to describe it. But you roll with the punches and you got to move forward. You know, this is a, a test of adversity and how I'm going to handle it and how I can move forward and be the best teammate possible with, with our new home. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Good quarterback talk there from Baker. Yeah, he didn't, strong quarterback yeah, talk. Yeah, didn't really say much, but uh, that's okay. He's hot. He's hot. He's tight. Uh, I would imagine he's he, hurt. I would imagine he's pretty upset. He's probably pretty hurt. That guy um, plays with a fire, and he wanted to go to Cleveland and turn that turn that franchise around and, and, and win, win games for them. And he won a playoff game against the Steelers for the Browns. Like that's kind of amazing sentence uh, in and of itself. Uh, I think the biggest thing to come out of the press conference though, guys, progressive commercials. Bye-bye. All gone. Yeah. See ya. No Goodbye. more. No, no more. more. No, it definitely changes. Here's things a question. He, oh, said he, he said he wanted to do one where he was packing up and leaving, but <laughs> it just didn't work out. Question for you guys. Okay. Are those commercials do they have a contract with baker mayfield or do they have a contract with the quarterback of the browns oh i don't know because if they have a contract with the quarterback of the browns that means that deshaun jumps into these and starts doing these commercials or is this for baker Absolutely i mean not. i think I these were baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. i think somebody yeah. Yeah. it's just a question just somebody a question. in the marketing meeting might raise their hand <laughs> there um hey uh this summer from the biggest global animated franchise in history of all time comes the origin story of how the world's greatest supervillain first met his iconic minions in Minions, The Rise of Gru, only in theaters now. I love Minions. I speak Minionese. 
I am a huge uh, Minion fan. Cage loves Minion. Um, hey, we uh, we were tasked with uh, the responsibility of coming up with a list of our top ten quarterbacks heading into this NFL season. Yeah, so this didn't come out of nowhere, Ben. Uh, ESPN put out their list, and of course, you know, like any list, uh, guys, it's supposed to get people to talk and get people to pay attention and click and seek out their content, and some people were left off, and some people were on it that people shouldn't have. So we looked at this list and said, let's do our own. Let's do our own list. <laughs> let's do our own list. We don't need an ESPN list. Yeah, we don't need an ESPN show. list. Let's do our like, own come list. On now. We don't like, need no stinking yeah, list. list. I make lists every day, son. All right, list. Ben, kick it off. Well, what do we got? Your list. Top right. 10 QBs heading into this year NFL season. Top 10 quarterbacks heading into the 2022 NFL season. At number 10, he plays quarterback for my friend TJ Jefferson's favorite football Ooh. team. His name is Dak Prescott, who I believe is currently shopping at Nordstrom's for gifts for his offensive linemen. <laughs> at number 9, he's on the team that I believe Rich Eisen thinks is going to the championship game. That is the... Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going Derek Carr at number nine. At number eight, he was in the Super Bowl last year. Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. I love Russell Wilson in Denver. I think it's going to be a challenge for the Broncos, but Russ is going to cook and let Russ eat. Justin Herbert is the second best quarterback in SoFi because Matthew Stafford is going to have a career year leading the Rams to their second Super Bowl in as many years. Number four is Aaron Rodgers on the Mount Rushmore because if you look at the top four, which I guarantee you will be the top four for these other two gentlemen here today. I put Rodgers fourth because to me, he's the least reliable, least dependable. He lost the championship game at home to Tom Brady. I don't know what his vaccination status is. I don't know what's going on with his emotional status. His, he just Aaron Rodgers is too much, and I think it bleeds into the, to the rest of uh, uh, the team, and that's why they haven't gone back to the Super Bowl. So I go with Mahomes, Brady in front of Rodgers, and the best quarterback in the NFL is Josh Allen. He's like a video game where you create a player and make all their attributes 99 just to see if you can run up all the stats. That's what Josh Allen is, and I think the Bills are going to have a tremendous year because I am Captain Obvious. This is a great list. Uh, Derek Carr, eh, maybe a little high. A little high for Higher me. than nine? And Russell Wilson, maybe a little high. Maybe a little high for me either. So you really? left out. I left out left Kyler out Murray. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, which uh, everyone was kind of putting a stink in about yeah. the uh, ESPN list. Yeah, availability, uh, also a thing for me. Who else did you leave out? kind of it, um, right? I mean, Matt Ryan, Kirk yeah, Cousins. Yeah, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins. My man Jimmy G. I know he's super handsome. He took those Niners to the NFC West, but he's he doesn't have a home handsome. right now, and he's not going to get any – he's not moving. He's not taking anybody off the list. No, uh, no Trey Lance, no uh, – the, the tough one was Lamar. And, and and obviously he's such a special talent and a former MVP and all those things and he probably should be on that list now that I look at it. But um, contract up in the air, um, availability issues, getting hurt. Uh, can I count on him moving forward? And it's not a knock on his skill set. He's got it, but I don't know who I take off. All right, let's get let's do my list because my list is just oh my god top oh my ten gosh. quarterbacks. Here we go heading into twenty twenty two. So for the twenty twenty two season, uh, TJ number ten. You've heard of this guy? He's awesome. His name's Mac Jones. <laughs> oh no, okay? I love it. We're talking about heading into the season. Okay, who was the best rookie quarterback of twenty twenty one? Mac Jones. His name's Mac Jones. Have you seen some of uh? The pictures that his girlfriend has been posting on Instagram. No, I don't, I don't follow her. No. He I don't follow strange women on the internet. absolutely jacked. <laughs> He's yoked. All the reports out of New I think Mac Jones, 
sleeper oh, MVP. He's been working out at that gym, right? That gym that's the like gym, the yeah. gym, the, the off season workout, the off-season gym. workout yeah. gym. Mac Jones, sleeper MVP heading into 2022. I, I do have Lamar Jackson on my list. I think he's number nine. Uh, like you said, availability is important for Lamar. Also, motivation is important, too. I think this guy is, wants to get paid a lot, a lot of money. Uh, he deserves it. Uh, he was an MVP candidate. He's won it already. He was an MVP candidate last year before he got injured. Uh, I think he's he's a really special player. Not sure if it translates to playoff, you know, playoff success, but he's really, really good player and dynamic. I think he deserves to be in the top 10. I think Dak Prescott, I said it yesterday, I think he's going to have a really good season as well. I really like Dak. He's in the best shape of his life. He also went to that gym, and I think he deserves to be in the top 10. Aaron Rodgers deserves to be in it, on this list, obviously, because of how amazing he is. He's won back-to-back MVPs. He's got a new, his new tattoo, which is cool. I just don't know who his teammates are. And so his talent can elevate everyone, like we've seen TJ throughout the years. But I don't know. He's a little bit older. He's 38, 39, and, and I'm not sure who he's throwing the ball to, but he obviously deserves to be on this list. So does Patrick Mahomes, who's awesome. But, like, you know, kind of like with Aaron Rodgers, I want to see how Mahomes looks without Tyreek Hill. Well, it's a second act. Let's let's remix this and see if he can do it with a whole new cast of characters. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm interested to see what that looks like, which is why I just have him a little bit a little bit lower. So much winning in his career, though. I mean, every game is a big game, and it's just every year they're yeah, right I, there. One of the most special players and talents we've ever seen. I mean, I think he's probably going to be on Mount Rushmore when it's all said and done. Uh, Joe Burrow, he's... Awesome. What he did last season speaks for itself. Another year removed from that ACL injury. He's going to be even better this year. Matthew Stafford won the Super Bowl last year. He led the league in touchdowns. He's phenomenal as well. He's going to cut down in the interceptions. He's going to be even better this year. I think Justin Herbert might win MVP. It's either going to be between him and Josh Allen, uh, probably for MVP this season, which is why those guys are two and three. And uh, no list can have a number one spot without Tom Brady on it. So Tom Brady's number one heading into the year, TJ. All right, well, I'm going to make this quick. I don't really want to add too much because you guys have pretty much done a great job knocking this list out. So I'll quickly go at number Mac, 10. Mac Jones is number one for you. Well, I, that is yeah. where we differ. Uh, <laughs> shout out. But I, first and foremost, I respect you so much for putting him on there. And I may have respected you less had you not. So you're Thank lucky you, you did. Thank you. But for me, I got Derek Carr in at number 10 on the list. I've got Dakota Rain Prescott, my guy Dak at nine. Uh, Russell Wilson, I have him at seven. I got Herbie, Justin Herbert at I'm Russell Wilson at eight. I'm sorry. Justin Herbert at seven. Joe Burrow at six. I got Lamar Jackson at five. I know people are, you know, questioning Lamar. He had one four interception game last year against Cleveland that was really bad. But you take that away. I, I just have a real feeling that Lamar Jackson is going to ball out this year. And um, I'm going to stand with that. I have him at number five. And number four, for the same reasons you guys listed, I have Mahomes. The talent is there. We just got to see how he works without Tyreek. Aaron Rodgers, the same thing. Aaron Rodgers makes throws, guys, that I've never seen another quarterback make, quite frankly. But, you know, we'll see how he does without Devontae. Then you got Josh Allen. He's just, he's 2.0. You know how they say things are 2.0? I think Josh Allen's 3.0. He arm is big. I think Josh Allen is going to have a huge, huge year. And he probably would have been number one, save for the fact that Thomas Edward Brady should have been MVP last year, in my opinion. Uh, He's losing Gronk. That's going to hurt. But this isn't the Gronk of 10 years ago. I think this Gronk was more of a security blanket, like Franklin's blanket 
with with peanuts. I think Mike Evans, when Godwin comes back, I I think Tom Brady, until he starts to decline, which I think will probably happen around age fifty two, <laughs> he's the man, and that's why I've got him at number one on my quarterback list. Strong list, fellas. Strong list. I think there's lots to debate here. We don't need the ESPN list. We got our own list. Um, you know, I don't have Lamar Jackson. You've got Mac Jones, and you don't have the guy who just won a Super Bowl. So we've all got something to talk about here. This is why we oh, all yeah, make different true. lists. No Matthew Stafford. And you know huh? what? Yeah, a Super Bowl doesn't catch you into TJ's club. And you know what it was? I had, um, full disclosure, I had two lists. I had them on the one. I sent the one in and then didn't realize until the list popped up. So... <laughs> <laughs> You think we need one more? I, uh, All right, we'll get one more. And, I, and here's the deal. I had, this is what I was talking about before. Top, on a top five list, TJ has eight. No, no. It was, I mean, I wrote, I wrote the list yesterday when we said we're going to make a list. And then last night when I got home, I sat down and was like, oh, from memory, I'll rewrite this list out. I didn't realize I had Stafford in my original list. And when I rewrote it, there was Russell Wilson. If so, TJ was Casey Case, you know. maybe America's top 80. <laughs> I'm not, but see, I'm not adding anyone. I'm telling you, I submitted the wrong ten. I'm not saying I want eleven guys. I don't know how Rich does it, guys. The simple homework of make a list of your top ten quarterbacks. It turns into a whole thing. This it's not a thing. Best. I had wrote it down and then I, know, I forgot great. Matthew Stafford. Oh hey, Very are simply, gonna, are we going to keep this going? Should we do running backs? Let's do running backs tomorrow. And then wide receivers, and then wide receivers on, and tight ends. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it'd be a challenge to come up with ten running backs that we all think are. Worthy of being in I the top so ten. Too, I don't think Chris thinks that. I don't. I think we can do you know, it. Yeah. But yeah, let's continue this sound with the skill. Or we can positions. take someone else's list, Ben. Would you rather? No, we do no, no. Okay, I, let's I, make like, own, I like baby. doing our own list. No, yeah. too. And then maybe what? And then on Friday we can do top ten teams. <laughs> like a Del Tufo ah, list has like a I sunny like journey yes. shout out. Because right. so, so quite frankly, we're not going to do top ten inside linebackers because that's we're not all twenty two guys. Running backs tomorrow. Top ten running backs. Top ten running backs tomorrow. Okay, we'll do that. Heading into the season, we'll do that. You know, I was joking with Del Tufo. I was on this trip to, to this wonderful trip to Tel Aviv. I just went on this incredible once in a lifetime trip. I got to go to the Holy Land, to Israel, and awesome not only go to my friend's wedding, which was incredible, but then bop around the rest of the country. I went to Masada and the Dead Sea, and I went down to the city of David and just all these incredible places, places in the north like Caesarea and to Nazareth and just really remarkable. And I had a tour guide and Gentleman was taking us around. He said, oh, this is where David came. And this is where, you know, Jesus is going to come. And, and this is where um, Kim Kardashian's baby came. And uh, this is where Joseph and Mary said, well, excuse me, what? We've been around for the whole day. You're shouting out all these names from the Bible. And the one person from modern times who gets a shout out is Kim for where she took her baby in Armenia Villa. What are you talking about? It spoke to me of the power and the influence of, of Kardashian around the world. Oh, it's a little moment Del Tufo and I, I shared that. before the show started. Um, we got Jimmy King, my family. That's right. My family feud brother, my man from the University of Michigan. I'm so excited to catch up with Jimmy King. One fifth of the Fab Five. Can you imagine if there was NIL back then for oh. those dudes? Oh, yeah, I, I was mean, telling you before the show, uh, Leonard Fournette told us he would have made $10 million at LSU, and that was just six years ago. <laughs> I remember years ago, before I even knew Jalen, I said, oh, what were you, were you taking care of in Michigan? He said, well, it was always cold, and I always had a jacket. So it kind of looked like a wink-wink. But now you can do it formally and legally yeah. in a way to further your life and your career. And I'll be very curious on Jimmy's perspective on all things NIL. So we'll talk with one-fifth of the Fab Five. My man Jimmy King coming up next. It's Ben Lyons in for Rich. This is The Rich Eisen Show. 
this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software to see the full picture to make the putt you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that gives you the full picture of your business. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need all in one place. You can automate your manual process and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93%, in fact, of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 31,000 businesses already use NetSuite. This summer, NetSuite has a special financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash rich radio. That's right, rich radio. Head to netsuite.com slash rich radio for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Head to netsuite.com slash rich radio for growing businesses. netsuite.com slash rich radio. Jimmy King coming up next. Ben Lyons in for Rich. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed the show rolls on on a Tuesday. Ben Lyons here. Appreciate you rocking out with me on the Rich Eisen Show. Excited to be here with Del Tufo and Chris and TJ, the whole gang, my yeah, family. Man. You know, I got to be honest, guys, getting the, the, the opportunity last summer to host this program, which was originally supposed to be, I think, for two weeks and then turned into five or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you realize you could get me to keep yeah. working. Uh, I think you moved was, in was one of the back. great was one of the great 
thrills of my career, honestly. I needed it at a time in my life, personally and professionally. I had so much fun. This is such a special group of guys and a wonderful way to wake up and look at the world every day. Definitely on my personal highlight reel, for sure. As it should be. Um, I appreciate you saying that. You're working with the legendary Michael Del Tufo. How could it not be? I've got to do a lot of cool things. Del Tufo, working with him. I was legendary. On the list, sure. You know, I, I got to cover the Avatar premiere in London. That was a big oh, one. Nice. I remember that. I felt that felt big. Like I was touching a moment. I remember I've covered the Academy Awards. I was there the night the late uh, Kobe Bryant won his Oscar. So I've gotten to do some really cool, fun things in this profession. But I have to say, top of the list when I sit here and really think about it, being in Jimmy King's family with Jalen Rose's family on Family Feud as a kid who went to the University of Michigan because he idolized the Fab Five. Don't know how I convinced my parents that that was the path for my education because I love this basketball team. I should go to this college, but I did, and it was the best decision I ever made. And then I got to be on Family Feud with Jalen Rose and Jimmy King, and now Jimmy King joins this show. How are you, family? What's going on, my brother? How you doing, Ben? I love I love hearing your voice, man. Thank you so much for taking some time. Going to see you in a few weeks out in Detroit, I hope, at the JRLA tournament. What does it oh, feel like know- to have Jalen Rose running a school in Detroit? What does that feel like for you? <laughs> Hey, it's it's awesome. It's it's just uh, a testament to the young man. Jalen has always been uh, a very uh, forethoughtful person and always looking to help someone else. I think that's his biggest attribute is that he's a caring, giving um, man. And and he's always been that way uh, since the first day I met him. I stayed with him uh, the summer prior, a couple of weeks uh, before our freshman year. Um, because I just wanted to get acclimated, you know, to the to my surroundings, you know, get situated. And Jalen opened up his home, a testament to he and his, his family, his mother. May she rest in peace. Mom Rose. And, uh, and again, you know, it, 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 it extended to where we were family members on Family Feud. So it's just, it's just his nature. It's so cool when you when you hear that coming from you, Jimmy, because you look back at that team and it really felt like a team. It still does today, 20 years later. Now guys are one and done or two and done, and they come in and they, they all form a group and they all try to go to the NBA, but it doesn't have that cohesion. It doesn't feel like a moment in time. When you look back and have some hindsight now, what was it about the five of you guys coming together that was different you think than other situations where high profile prospects all try to link up and play at the next level well it's 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 just different from the fact that you know we wanted to play college the era in which we came up you know we wanted to be in the one shiny moment we wanted to uh be in the ncaa you know kind of uh uh record books and lures of of uh the ones that came before us you know the, the greats all the greats Michael Jordan, Kareem, you know, the, Will, all those guys went to college. So, um, you know, only a few um, NBA stars or legends skipped the college ranks. But, it, but particularly during our era, that was one of our goals, winning a national championship with, you know, the University of Michigan or, or Michigan or, or a school that we chose and uh, hopefully go on to the, to the next level. But the separation that I think we had is that when we first got together, um, the cohesiveness was just, it was unmatched. It was natural. It wasn't forced. 
all of our personalities fit, and each of us understood and, and embraced our roles. And I think that's what uh, made us successful. Jimmy, if you had a dollar for every time in your life a kid like me came up to you and said, I had the baggy shorts, I had the black <laughs> socks, I had the black shoes, you'd be a multi-billionaire, I would imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I literally just left the camp speaking to about 50 kids with uh, my idol, Spud Webb. And, uh, uh, and I did mention that because, you know, these, these kids don't know. They kind of look at me like, you know, who are you? This old guy with gray hair. But I'm like, hey, I used to play the game. <laughs> and then when I tell them, you know, about the Fab Five, about uh, Michigan, about my teammates, about the current coach um, in Juwan Howard, you know, they, 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 they perk up and they, they start to really, you know, uh, hone in. So uh, I do tell them um, that part of our legacy is the black socks and the baggy shorts. Um, somewhat the aesthetics of the game and, and how you can, uh, you know, really emotionally express yourself is also part of our legacy. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. And, yes, if I had a dollar, I would be rich. <laughs> Jimmy, hey, what's up, man? This is TJ. Hey, TJ. And there's a question I want to give to you that I, I've already talked to Jalen about this. I talked to Juwan about this and I talked to Chris about this and I just want to bring it up to you. It was about that Fab Five uniform, man. As someone who was back in college in those days, I I liked Michigan. I wasn't a huge Michigan fan and yet, bro, I had the gold jersey and shorts. I had the white one. You guys, man, when you started that style with the black socks and, and, and the shoes and most importantly, those long shorts, you took a lot of you took a lot of slack from the media. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they were talking about the young brothers, like they were hoods and this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. And mm-hmm. you guys really like, you, you know, you, you went to bat and you did that for the culture and it really changed everything. But now recently, man, we have this thing where like the shorts are creeping back up the thigh, man. And we got these, ho- these hoochie daddy shorts as, as, they're, as they're called now. And we're seeing a lot, a lot of thigh meat. We're seeing a lot of, of just a lot of things I don't want to see there, Jimmy. So I talked to the other guys and I want to talk to you. How do you feel about the fact that the Fab Five's legacy was those baggy shorts and now they're just getting tight and creeping up the thigh now? I hate it. Like, I hate it. <laughs> To be honest with you, I don't like it at all. However, I understand that these kids today, you know, they have their own style. Uh, they want to, you know, kind of do the same thing we did. They want to separate themselves from the status quo and uh, and stand out, and, and it becomes a trend. So, honestly, I might, you know, I, I'm, I don't like it, but I'm not mad at it because, you know, that that is them embracing um, who they are and what they like, um, you know, skinny jeans are in, um, you know, looking at, you could tell, you could tell how many keys and, and, and how much money someone has in their pocket. If you <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jalen said. Jalen said he went to a game and he saw a kid blow a layup at the end of the game. And it was because his shorts were too tight. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They, they would say that. And, and it's funny because I just, again, the camp, I just left. Uh, with the Texas Legends and Spud, one of the kids was talking to me, trying to explain to me why he missed the layup. And I said, you, you, there's no excuse. You should never miss a layup. And he said he tried to, you know, do a reverse, and he, he was guarded. And then I was like, by who? Those tight shorts what? is who it was. Yeah. Not, right. <laughs> it was the tight shorts, my guy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> 
and then you let a girl block your shot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're out there at Camp Life. Jimmy King joining the show. Ben Lyons in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. I know you guys do a Fab Five camp up, up in Michigan. And, you know, Camp Life has sort of stayed the same since probably you were a camper. Now you're, mm-hmm. you're a counselor. The only thing that's changed is the kids play Fortnite now. Uh, what do you enjoy about Camp Life? I know you're always doing it every summer. I love it. I love it because I get to interact with the kids. I get to learn um, new perspectives, you know, and stay engaged with them. Um, you know, they're they're very inquisitive um, and, 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 and smart. You know, give them the opportunity to hold a conversation with them, and, and you know, you'll, you'll find that these kids are very um, uh, in tune, and, and, and they pay attention to what's going on out here in the world. So um, it's just kind of rejuvenation for me. Um, even though I may be physically tired, uh, mentally, I gain a lot from being around the kids. And uh, after I recover, <laughs> after a couple of days, it's also good physically. So uh, it, it works both ways. No, it's it's so rewarding. I would I would suggest anybody out there who has the opportunity to volunteer or coach at a basketball camp to do it. Jimmy, you'd be proud. I coached a couple years back down in North Carolina at Kenny Smith's camp. They gave all oh. the teams a, a number. Uh, we were number three, but I changed that. We were Team Michigan. And then I had one rule on my team. If you want to play in the game tomorrow, you got to take a shower today because the kids are 12 and they weren't bathing. So, you know, we got to. right. And unfortunately, sometimes you do have to be on them about their hygiene. You do have to wash your jerseys, not just wash yourself, wash your jerseys. I remember one time. Uh, this kid did not wash his shirt for the whole week. And I was like, why? He was like, I don't want to wash out this good sweat. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but the, but the, it's bad funk. So you want to get rid of that. It's but amazing. Yeah, it's, Young people are amazing. And that gets me back to the JRLA thing. You know, it's been so cool to see Jalen step into this role. It's been so great to go out there and support the school and to get to know the kids and the students and see them graduate and work it out in the city and do all these amazing things. Set the scene for the audience watching and listening of what JRLA weekend is like, the big golf tournament every August. Oh, it's great. I, I've done it every year. Uh, I think I believe this will be his 12th year. Uh, so it starts off uh, on Sunday evenings with a gala, uh, a light, you know, kind of uh, uh, introduction to other golfers, other celebrities, donors, uh, a lot of the uh, students who attend JRLA, former students who, all, who who attended JRLA are also there. So it's a it's 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 a lot of people from across the uh, the country. Um, yourself, Ben, coming in, supporting Jalen. Um, a lot of people from the New York Knicks, Scott Perry, who also is an extension of the U- University of Michigan family uh, and New York Knicks. Um, uh, last year, uh, Anderson Hunt, you know, just a lot of different uh, celebrities and, 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 uh, and people who come to support. So it's a good time. And it starts off uh, Sunday evenings with a, uh, a gala and uh, a dinner. And then, and then the next day, Monday morning, uh, mid-morning, we start uh, our, our round of golf. And uh, that obviously is just, is just as fun, being out there, hitting the links, talking a lot of smack, as you know, and, and, and really just doing something great um, as far as fundraising for his school that benefits 
the children. No, it's it's really a wonderful uh, weekend because it, you feel like family there, and the school's presence is, is felt throughout. And um, I, I look forward to it, and, and I'm glad you'll be there again this year. It's coming up all of a sudden in like six weeks. So JRLADetroit.com. Now, Jimmy, speaking of family, one of the great moments in the history of Family Feud. I have one question for you, Jimmy. <laughs> what is what does a man buy a woman a pair of? A pair of bras. <laughs> What happened, Jimmy? I'm never going to let you live it down, bro. What happened? Now, look, 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 look. It's a family show, right? I wanted to say something else, but my mind jumped to... Yeah, that's what happens. The mind will jump. I knew my mom would would be listening, and I also knew my girl would be listening. And and, and no joke, she literally buys these, like, $600 bras, bro. So... (laughs) It's incredible. I joke with Jalen. It's the only championship he ever won on Family Feud. We got that money for the school. That was big hey, time. Hey, but you know what, though? Nobody talked about that clutch answer that I gave. Nope. Nobody remembers that. We just remember nobody the two bras. About the nope. Mary go round. Only two people said Mary go round. Mary go round. The question was name something that goes around. And I said a, a Mary go round. And only two other people said it. That was clutch. That Nobody was, remembers that. That was clutch. That was, that was big time. You know, everybody remembers the buzzer beater. Nobody remembers that guy who comes in in the first half and right. goes on a six zero run, Jimmy. <laughs> you know? Um, you know, the game of basketball and being a part of the Fab Five, one of the most iconic teams in the history of the sport, I can only imagine the types of relationships you've made off of it or just the experiences you've had, places in the world you've traveled. We saw in the 30 for 30 on ESPN uh, after your freshman year, you guys all got to go to Italy, which is incredible footage. And just when you talk about being a part of that team, how has it stayed with your life? How is it playing out in your life today? A lot of memories, you know, a lot of friendships. Uh, we, you know, we're 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 family, uh, and we'll be linked for life, you know, whether we want to or not. But um, the beautiful the beautiful thing about it is that we're all to this day still connected. Um, you know, the, the 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 guys who were a part of that team um, hold special places in my heart. Um, I almost feel indebted to them because without them showing us how to you know, embrace change and to incorporate, um, you know, kind of, I guess, situations that aren't favorable and, 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 and making your best out of it. I've learned a lot from that at an early age from those guys. So that carries on throughout my life. Um, and it's critical in a lot of moments when, you know, I feel like I, I deserve something, but then I look back at like, you know, um, you know, we all have to play our role. We all have to, you know, do what's best in that moment and uh, and keep pushing forward. One of the- and, and at the end of the day, we'll, you know, hopefully, again, we'll be successful in, in whatever endeavor we're, we're working on. Well, it's been so great to see how much success Coach Howard has had now. It's got a nice ring to it, huh? What's it like for oh, you to yeah. watch Juwan and, and these Wolverines? Crazy, you know what's crazy about that is that at, when we were there, we used to joke about that. We used to joke about, like, who would potentially be – a coach, or who would be uh, potentially the coach at the uni- at the University of Michigan? It was always Juwan. It was never me or Jalen or Chris or Ray. It was always Juwan. So seeing that come to fruition and the success he had early, you know, coming in, and he's going to have, um, you know, it's a testament to to Big Newt, as we call him. Um, 
you know, he's a hard worker. Nobody's going to outwork that guy. Um, we see that in the recruiting ranks. So, uh, you know, more power to him. He has all of our support and uh, continued success. I mean, when you're sitting around as college kids and you're talking about your future and you say, yeah, Juwan Howard, he's probably going to be a coach one day. Are you sitting around and saying Jalen's going to be a principal and Chris Weber's going to produce for Nas? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> None of those things ever were talked about. But, again, like I told the kids today at the camp, you know, don't ever settle for being good or or or, or don't let people kind of you know, put you or paint you in a corner. Just because you do one thing good doesn't mean that's all you can do. Just because we're, you know, great basketball players or or uh, a good baseball player or a good gridiron player doesn't mean that you can't be a philanthropist, a businessman, um, a, a doctor, a lawyer, um, you know, something other than an athlete. And uh, so a testament to, you know, what Jalen does um, and Chris, as far as his, his musical prowess and talent is, is just a testament to uh, the multiple talents that we all have and it, should be able to express when given an opportunity. It's such a special group. I look forward to seeing you at the event in a couple of weeks. You guys can do so much, but not a golfer in the five. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm waiting to see <laughs> one of the Fab Five get up one summer and actually stripe this thing off the tee. Hopefully to be you this summer. You know summer. what, man? I'm going to go ahead and do it. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and get back my practice in because when I was playing two, three times a week, I could stroke that thing. I could knock it off the cover, but it's too far in between lately. But I'm going to focus. I'm going to – for you, Ben. I love it. For Jalen Rose. For Jalen Rose. For the Jaguars. For the kids. Yes. Do it for the kids, I'm Jimmy. <laughs> you know me. You know. I'm going to work hard at it. I'm going to be like Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spending the ball back in the hole. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, real quick. As, you know, I know Ben is as well a 90s hip-hop fan here. What what was the soundtrack of the Fab Five back in those days to get you hyped up for the oh, games? Oh, bro. Hey, we had so many. But if I, if I were to say one in particular – it would be the Ghetto Boys. Okay. The ghetto Boys, yeah. Uh, let you, you know what, hang. So that was mm-hmm. that was pretty much um, our mantra. We would stand in the <laughs> we would stand in the tunnels, and you know how most teams be like, you know, win or team mm-hmm. or defense or whatever, right? We would always say, you know, let your you know blank hang. Cashews. And so and so fish used to be on fire he used to hate that but eventually we got him to embrace it as well it's the greatest team ever it's the greatest team ever jimmy king shout out to scarface five. and willie d and rest yeah. in peace bushwick Bill. rest in peace bushwick hey jimmy thanks so much man for checking in i'll see you in a month i appreciate it. all right jimmy king Take joining the show <laughs> i love it that's so great because you know it's a texas thing right with him and ray as part of the fab sure. five they obviously they're yeah. so sure. you know identify with detroit because of Jalen and chris and juan but mm-hmm. those guys bringing texas to the team Sounds like they took over the the boombox back then. Houston was the place. Took over the walkmans on the team. Yeah, it's it's just it's incredible. Like he said, they're gonna forever be connected. And you know, like family, you have spats and you have arguments, but you get over it and you come together and you, you just continue to grow and go. So. Yeah, I did a I did a top five a big ass grab bag a few weeks ago about top reunions I want to see. 
having those Fab Five to get come back together, like hopefully that because life is too short, man. Yep. And hopefully that beef gets squashed and we see them back together. And life is crazy because twelve year old me is sitting there being like, How do you know Jimmy King? Like this is <laughs> I'm just a yeah, kid in a candy store. All right, we got celebrity birthdays coming up next. Ben Lyons in for Rich. This is the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. You guys know this show is amazing. Ben Lyons on the Rich Eisen Show. I've been hired and fired so much in my career that I've worked with everybody. I've worked everywhere and on every show. The fact that someone's in the control room listening to what I'm saying is incredible. Because we just had Jimmy King on and I told the story of when asked on Family Feud, what does a man buy a woman a pair of? And Jimmy said, bras. Steve Harvey milked it for about seven minutes of real time that they edited to about 10 seconds on the show. Who's ever working on this show was listening to that, went into your archives, found the Steve Harvey clip from the interview with Rich where he talks exactly about that. That would be Michael Hoskins. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah. Mike, 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 shout, shout out to Mike Hoskins. Shout out to Mike Hoskins. That is I'm in the big leagues. <laughs> Emmy nominated Mike Hoskins. Wow. That is the highest Bill's level of content. In the house. Bill's Mafia in the house. So sure. you said Miami, you like the Miami look? I like the Miami look. We agree. For the bright. radio audience, we were just looking at some footage of the guys down in Miami Super Bowl weekend. About two we and a half years ago. 2020. We went shopping, TJ and myself, yeah. for a new look for me. Yeah. We Miami Mike. Yeah, Miami, Miami Mike. Stuff yeah. that's yet to be worn. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Jackson we... called. He wants his Kangol back. I don't think we're going back to Miami. Oh, so Mike like, rocks the Kangols. You can wear it any time. That's his look. Kangles yeah, and Kawhis, huh? Kangles and Kawhis. We went yeah. Kawhis. Ben, we went, I took Mike to the Fox Hills Mall, and good. then we went shopping, and we, we created Miami Mike. On, 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 we should have recorded it. <laughs> I mean, one of the great <laughs> lines in, in Crazy Stupid Love is when Ryan Gosling's taking Steve Carell <laughs> yeah. shopping, and he says, be better than the gas. We were as good as that. I look at the sequin thing. So it was like a sequin David jacket. David hugging cuckolded me. And he literally, I go, TJ, what about this? You're not ready for that. Yeah, he went. He ben, was so. Fast. It was like a crushed velvet. It was a crushed was, velvet. It was, <laughs> it was like there's levels, and Mike, you know, Mike, Miami, Mike. He, there was a level, but he yeah. was a level or two below, below. the yeah. crushed blue. Yeah, velvet. yeah, not that yeah. high. I I crushed say, velvet at the Emmys. Saw That's that true. movie. I never shopped at the Gap again. Yeah, <laughs> done. Just stock <laughs> price <laughs> went <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> Sorry, done. Stock price went the toilet until Kanye West got involved, and now went through the roof. Yeah, Mike just wanted to talk to you about Kanye West. Hey, you know, somebody who who has just retired, but there's always going to be sort of a sense of, well, they might come back, they might come back. Obviously, Rob Gronkowski. And he was asked the other day about coming back. So this is the latest sound we have right here on the Rich Eisen Show about Gronk possibly coming back to play. 
Take a listen. Drew Rosenhaus mentioned, if Tom called you, yes. it might be tough to say no. What would be your response <laughs> well, if that I mean, happens? You know, Drew is number one football agent out there. He loves anything that has to do with, with the NFL and loves to see his players always be playing. But, uh, no, I, I would answer, obviously. You know, I would obviously answer the greatest quarterback of all times and ask him how he's doing and tell him I'm doing good. But uh, I wouldn't go back to football now. <laughs> He's done. I love Ooh, where this interview is uh, taking place. Yeah, like on a they on, dock, yeah. on like a maritime. That's the tall Cruise too. ships, uh, you know, are coming to town or something. Cruise too. That's nice. Yeah. So no, no Gronk, no Gronk sighting anytime soon. And I'm okay with that. I don't want to see. You know, as a Gronk, love the guy. Well, basically, love everything about him. Yeah. You know, um, I don't want to see him keep coming back. And no, we need Fast Ten. We need the Expendables. We right, need exactly. WWE. Yeah. We need the second chapter. We of the need Gronk this story. second. I mean, Gronk's yes. only what 31, 32. We need to see what what the rest of the thirties are going to look like. New media outside <laughs> of media. the NFL for Gronk. Uh, we got celebrity birthdays today. Were famous people born on this day? Yeah. What do we got? I think we got some good stuff. Let's take a look. Um, Hey, Pat Beverly. Hey, Pat Beverly. OG Pat Beverly. You guys should get him to co-host for a week. <laughs> Pat please, Bev. please no. His, by the way, that picture looks like Nick Nolte's mugshot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. Shady McCoy with Sean McCoy. He's new media. He's doing a good job in making this media transition. He's doing a great job. He's doing yeah. a really nice job. I like what he's I doing. I love Shady McCoy. McCoy. Yeah. Shady McCoy. Well, you know, back back in the day when I was a big Eagles fan, that was my dude. I loved Lashawn McCoy. Who's better, LaShawn McCoy or Ricky Waters? LaShawn McCoy. Ooh, uh, that's a good question. Ooh, good good question. Ooh, right? Right there. Good question. Uh, Hall of Very Good for both. Hall of Very Good for, for both, both those guys. Which is awesome. Um, yeah, who would you rather have? Shady McCoy. God, Ricky, Wa- Ricky, Ricky Waters. Ricky Waters was nice. Was super nice. I remember a game he had in Atlanta. Super Bowl when, champ when, Ricky Waters. When, remember when football was on TNT? No. It was like a year, I think, that football <laughs> yeah. was on TNT. Ricky Waters put on a show yes. on TNT. Right, Mike? It was Sunday night. I Sunday think, night football second. was yeah. on TNT. Yeah. TNT. Yep. Yes, and for I believe Ricky Waters wow. put on a show like in a hot minute. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> what are the birthdays that we see? I didn't even know. Yeah, why didn't see the birthdays? Richard I, Simmons. I'm not talking about yeah. Cheryl Ladd. Cheryl Ladd. Come on. Mike, that's your generation. That's Charlie's Angels. And the beast, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. That's 40. an interesting Five. dinner party. Right? Who sits, who, like, Curb, who sits middle chair? Who sits middle chair? I think it's kind of obvious who gets middle chair here, guys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Richard Simmons? No, I think Brock sits Lester. wherever Brock Lester, wants yeah. to sit. No, I know, yeah. but in terms of driving the conversation. Keeping the conversation yeah, the going. Chair, shady. Yeah. We see the work he does on Good Morning Football. I would say Shady, if that were the case, then Shady would have the middle chair. But it chair. seems like everyone's just going to want stories from Richard Simmons, no? <laughs> Richard Simmons have the best he's stories at the, the table, really? the table. Out of that group? You think so? Probably. I, I would say Cheryl Ladd. Oh, Cheryl Ladd, maybe? Yeah. Okay, all right. Hey, there's a great story. Uh, this guy in the Boston Celtics who hit a buzzer beater at Summer League last night, this guy Matt Ryan, did you see this? He was driving DoorDash like a year ago. I did, I did see that. And now he's playing in the NBA Summer League and he's crying in the post game. It's amazing. I literally saw I Matt Ryan trending last night and I was like, oh, did Indianapolis Colts quarterback Matt Ryan do something? <laughs> No, I think that's super cool. And it's a reminder that, you know, when you're watching, uh, whether it's the summer league or preseason football, which we're about to get into, there are so many guys who are right on the edge of having their dreams come true and having to reevaluate their life and go back to the drawing board. There was a, a project I was working on for a long time with Steve Nash, and, and I, it was about international basketball. And I remember Steve would say, I'm Steve Nash. Like, I obviously love basketball, but if I had to go play in – Bulgaria and be away from my family and not make any money. Like I don't, I don't know if I could do that. 
And, you know, for a, a guy who's trying to make a, a, an NBA roster or even just trying to get a two-way deal, you know, to have a big night out in Vegas and hit a half-court track, it means so much. It just changes their life and the way it goes, and it's just very cool. So I'm happy for that dude, Matt Ryan. I'll be rooting for him. Yeah, I mean, a moment like that might get him on a G League roster or something like that, and then now you're just a, a stone's throw or an injury away from getting called up and getting a 10-day and maybe – you have a, a run like Max Struess or something, and suddenly you're on a roster. Or you get on the 12th man on a team and you win a title like Scalabrini, and now you're new right. media mogul, and exactly. you have a morning radio show, and it's, your life goes. Even with Jimmy. like Jimmy played 64 games in the NBA. Didn't have a long NBA career, but he's part of something from being part of Fab Five now that he's able to take into business and yeah. to mentorship and leadership and all this fun stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for that guy to make a roster. Uh, thanks for letting me hang out on the show. Let's do it again tomorrow. Let's do it again tomorrow, yeah, More sports yeah. content. Content, radio, Great hashtag. Stuff. Yeah, more. another day that flew by. <laughs> yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take some photos from my trip too. I'll share them on the, I'll share them on my social. <laughs> I am Ben Lyons. Hit me up, filling in all week here on the Rich Eisen Show.